Welcome to the Kickback Podcast, everybody. Welcome to the Kickback Podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. Diamondback. How do you feel, man? How's your morning going? Pretty good. You know, I'm on the best podcast in the world. Best podcast in the world. I like it. <laughs> Heck yeah. But um, yeah, man, I've been excited to have you on for quite a while. It's just now I'm actually like reaching out to people. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm like, hey, uh, I've always wanted you on the podcast. Can I have you on now? And boom, it happened. Here we are. Yeah. First time I ever met you was over there at that performance in the, I think it was Kel's um, performance thing that he did in that one garage. Yes. Uh, his uh, showcase in yeah, the showcase. Was Upland. Yeah. Now, was I like one of your first times performing? How many times have you been performing? Um, before that, I had only performed once. Um, and then since then, I've I've actually done like three or four other performances. So, so you're getting that experience. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Um, after you sang your song "Sweet Addiction," that's the one that stuck with me. That's okay. the one that like. I don't know. I left that place and not just me. Mm-hmm. It was me, my friend Okeke, Jordan. Like everybody was just singing Sweet Addiction for like a good while. That's just my sweet addiction, you know? <laughs> so I was yeah. like, he has, a, he has a good vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him perform more often. Mm-hmm. And then everything just connected together. And when I'm always like seeing you perform at all of our friends' performances. Yeah, it was a, it was a great like networking opportunity. Met a lot of great people there. So, yeah. yeah. How long have you been uh, doing... Um, music is that your like your main focus uh yes but uh i can't say that i've uh necessarily put it first you know like you, you still have to go to like work and oh yeah stuff sure. like that you know but it's definitely like what keeps me going mm-hmm. um and i've been doing music since i'd say about like 2014 was when I, I was in high school at the time I started writing. Um, so you started off with writing? Yeah. Um, and well, I mean, like, I've always known that, like, I could write, like, I, I've always, like, written, like, little poetry mm-hmm. type stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. But I'd say 2014 was when I started talking to people about, like, hey, like, I wonder, like, if I could actually like, do this. Yeah, like, start pursuing music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, like, a bunch of stuff written in high school. Um, and then once I dropped out of college, that was when it was like, all right, like, let's get to it. And I just put, started putting that stuff together into a project. Okay. Yeah. So you're seeing music and like this whole music career as a, just a huge project. Yeah. Yeah. You dropped out of college? Yeah. Um, so I went to, uh, Mount Sac, okay. um, and even there, like I, I took like a world music class and, uh, you know, they start with the, um, I, f- I already forgot what you call them. Like, you know, the, the, like the general ed classes. Yeah. The general ed classes. I was taking some of those and all that. And just for me, that was just to see like, is there anything else here that I would want to pursue? Like, mm-hmm. is there, are there any other options for me? Okay. And I, didn't feel like my passion was anywhere else. Like I felt like music was the one thing that stuck with me all my life. Yeah. So it was like, I, I don't really, Yeah. I, don't, you, I felt like I, I didn't need this. So it was like, all right, like I'll, I'll just 
you it wasn't allowing you or like teaching you your own path like the yeah. one that you wanted to follow yeah and if you did that's the thing that i've learned with college it's like um you go but they only teach you what they want to teach you not exactly what you need to learn that's yeah. really going to be like um made for you to learn mm -hmm. so where did you learn music like just by practicing at home yeah so um actually like when i when i first started out mm -hmm. um i think it was like it was terrible like i had i had like <laughs> it was like, it was terrible like i i could uh like i could rhyme words you know like i uh i had like the basics down i think but then especially like when i after i dropped my first project like right when i dropped out dropped a project um just listening to it back and then hearing some of the people that i look up to as artists mm -hmm. i had to kind of like compare and then it was just like okay i see where i went wrong um and then also figuring out like what is it about these artists that I love, okay, and how can I apply that to myself? Okay, so it's just um, um, branching out to different styles, learning and adapting, and then implementing it to your own. Yeah, and then I started watching more interviews, getting like getting more insight about stuff. Yeah, um, studying their minds. Yeah, yeah, and then I feel like that helped with uh, me like teaching myself like okay like how do I do that. Yeah. You know? So you started studying the science behind the art. Yeah. Cool. What were some people that you like looked into or like researched on? Um, Joey Badass is for sure one of my favorites. <sighs> I love favorites. Joey Badass. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think anybody that follows me knows I love Mac Miller. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always posting Mac Miller stuff. Uh, Mick Jenkins. Uh, and then even to go back to like some artists like my parents put me on to like my mom's like a huge Jay-Z fan. Okay. It's so like, I'll listen to Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. um, and then even um, on, I used to like just scroll through YouTube and I think it was uh, like BET's channel. They had a thing where they would bring people on to rate certain bars. Okay. And they they wouldn't tell you like who the artist is. They would just put some lyrics up there. They would read it off. And then people would just say like, oh, like I'll give it like a, it would go through like one through five. They give it a score. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they would bring like, like OG artists up there and they would say like, uh, sort of figuring out like how it flows when you're just reading it. Okay. And versus like rapping it or singing yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Like just reading it. Like, how does it sound? Cause of course, when it's in a song, like you don't act. It'll sound different. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely. Like you could just be that. reading the lyrics and you're like, how does that go? But then you yeah. hear someone say it the way they want to say it. Yeah. It's just a different expression. Yeah. And so that helped me realize like, okay, I wrote these cool lyrics, but the way I'm saying it on this song doesn't sound smooth. Mm -hmm. Or like um, realizing like it's not always what you're saying, but how you're saying it. So like, a simple sentence how can i make that sound more poetic and just flow differently you know yeah so like you started to learn how to uh evoke an emotion from your words yes rather than just simply stating your words yeah got you mm -hmm. it's really interesting i've been hearing mm -hmm. a lot about that more how it um it's one part of that science towards music that mm -hmm. you kind of had to learn and adapt into your style in order to like really get and 
expression or in a reaction from the audience. Yes. You know, and definitely. one thing that I've learned, or uh, I guess uh, grasped from your music, mm -hmm. is that it's very smooth, but it's also a lot about, you know, love. You know, yeah. it's very, um, would melodic be a word? Yeah. 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 Do you, is that I, what I, you try to go for? Uh, yeah. Um, especially like in the newer music I'm working on now, like um, I'm definitely definitely leaning more into uh, melodic okay. sounds. And um, it's funny because I, I feel like, uh, like I always kind of throw in like some some lovey-dovey type of yeah, yeah. song. Um, but I tried to like not really get into it. Mm -hmm. It's more this project where I want to lean into it. So it's kind of funny that you already, yeah. you, you caught like that little the, little, the little, yeah, the little love love uh kind of sound that i, I get it, into. is yeah. there ever like um a message that you try to send within all your art or all your music that they all relate um i wouldn't say they all relate but i definitely do uh send a message mm -hmm. with everything i write i feel like um all my projects like I try to tell a story. Okay. And um, it usually will start with like, I feel like most of my projects, like I'll, I'll start with a song mm -hmm. and then I sort of um, assess like how am I feeling? Okay. And like how have I been feeling over whatever span of time? And then, okay, let's write about this. Okay. And so then, how am I going to express myself? Yeah. Um, and then in that, I'll sort of pick important topics I think that need to be addressed. Okay. Um, Is there topics that like stand out to you? Um, yeah, like uh, I'll use my last project, Constricted as an okay. example so um i love the album cover to that by the way thank you i i was really nervous like getting into the ideas about that and then the the guy just perfectly made it popped off pop, yeah. yeah i was like oh thank you um so uh for that one i actually had already had the idea like maybe like two years before mm -hmm. um and then that was when like the pandemic hit uh, and yeah, like everything kind of just like got held back, but I'm kind of thankful for that time to just like sit with my thoughts mm -hmm. um, because it completely, the sound that I was going for completely changed. I feel like taking all that time alone to just write, like I, um, I like, I improved by a lot mm -hmm. and um, I started getting more confident in my pen. Okay. Um, you started developing then, yourself. Yeah. And what you want to send out to the world. Yeah. And then for that project, it was, it was literally me feeling constricted. Like I felt like there was just so much going on in my life where it was yeah. just like, like I need to breathe. You know, like like there was a lot of frustration and sadness in that Stress, project. You know, anxiety. Yeah. 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 Um. So uh, it starts off with the song, I'm Fine. 
and I felt like uh, I always called that like my thesis statement. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was uh, just vaguely addressing a lot of different stuff going on. Um, kind of ironic at the same time. Yeah. yeah it's like, you I'm know, fine, but, but there's also all this behind the I'm fine. Yeah. Ah. Um, and then... Very clever. Very smart. Thank you. Because everybody, like everyone, you, you generally ask, how are you doing? It's, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. But you don't really address how mm-hmm. you really are feeling. You don't really get into it with people. But, yeah. Um, and then I wanted the next song to just really kick in and grab attention. That was maintain. The beat just like really hits when it starts. And it's me addressing like things that we seek to cope, to maintain. Okay. Um. What are some of those things that we grasp onto to maintain to cope? Um, love. Uh, yeah, and that, that's that was, a big one. Yeah. Um, so I address like uh, talking to certain women and they're not actually being something there. Mm-hmm. And like I, you can't just go reaching for that attention there. Like you want to like actually build a bond, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah drugs uh woman especially yeah you know i always go back to that saying a woman can build or break a man yeah you know it's just about how the man approaches the woman Mm -hmm. you know you can't just go and approach a woman for your own need how you said you actually have to build that bond yeah um so yeah like uh that was pretty much the general idea for that um and then i get into like uh how do i want to say this like any way you want bro people who kind of like cling to the streets mm-hmm. um and it's like, a lot of times it's like, yo, you, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, especially with the song Bang, for me, it was like, I also wanted to like kind of challenge myself to do a song that brought more energy, something you could like, you could play at like a, a party or a kickback or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to stay true to me i didn't want to just rap about like nonsense i wanted to keep it um so yeah it was just like seeing a lot of people sort of put on a front Mm -hmm. like they're these hard criminals and all that and i get into this and that and then they're posting their guns and all this stuff that they do and it's like you don't have to do that like that's that's not even being smart like why are you posting about it was just you Would know. the statement defending a depression count as that? A what a statement defending a depression? Yeah, the statement right there, defending a depression. Yeah, I could, I think I can see what you're. You know, something yeah. that's not benefiting you, it's mm-hmm. just been hurting you, yet you stay there to defend it. Yeah. And you don't like it when anybody tells you that you could be doing better. Yeah. Yeah, because I haven't been around all all of mm-hmm. those uh, 
like if I were to go and make music, like I can, mm-hmm. I definitely cannot go and rap about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we see a lot of, uh, a lot of, maybe not even our friends, but people that we know. Mm-hmm. How you said go into the studio and rap about that, but it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, hey, <laughs> do you think? I don't know. Today's mainstream music is what kind of enables people to start talking about that more openly. Um, I think so, cause um, it's it's what so many people want to hear, mm. and it's something that labels will dump their money into. Like they they want to push that. Yeah. So I I do see why a lot of artists would talk about it to try and you know. Hey, hey, like I'm over here, look at you know, uh, and look how good I'm doing because I do it. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, it's uh, how you said it's a lot of pe- things that people want to hear. Yeah. You know, it's okay because look at me, I'm doing this, all these like sometimes horrible things to other people or even mm-hmm. to myself. Yeah, and I'm doing good, mm-hmm. so it's okay if you do it too. Yeah. So at the same time, I go back to that saying of, it's not. Or God will give you what you need, but not what you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I start implementing that into, I guess, advice that I take from people or mm-hmm. advice that I could give to people just mm-hmm. from like the experiences that I've gained. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I hear some of these, I don't know, it doesn't even have to be about like, um, like the v- violence or like a gang related activities or anything yeah. like that. It could be something as like, uh, I don't know, like, I would say heartbreak could be one, but mm-hmm. it's just how you go about the heartbreak. Some people go yeah. about the heartbreak with a sense of hatred. Yeah. It's like, oh, you broke my heart? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like really showing what the love meant. Yeah. Um, and I think like, like I'm, I'm not perfect. Like I'll still listen to certain artists who do talk about that sort of stuff. I feel like there's a difference with people just talking about their experiences and what they've been through. And then the people that are just like, like there's criminals turned rappers and then there's rappers that turn are criminal? just, I, I wouldn't say turn, but like just rappers that like criminals that just happen to be mm-hmm. rappers. Okay. Um, that they had like, an art. Yeah, like, um, let me think. Like, I'll, how I said, like, Jay Z, one okay. of the people I look up to. So, yeah. used to sell crack. Yeah. He, you know, he, he did some dirt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, that's not something he's trying to sit in, you know? He, he's putting his art out there. He's trying to, you know, he's got a family. He's trying to build a life. He's trying to create something. And then there's the people who, will do that same stuff but they're like glorifying it and uh, they keep going back to so the trap and it's like dude would like, idolizing count idolizing would idolizing count um what do you mean by that like, like uh, how you said glorify would idolize be also one of those terms that would fit into that category um i think idolizing is more for like a person so i mean like if they are looking up to like a a certain figure that's there and that keeps bringing them back. I, I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. These, these massive influencers, they have so much power in their hands. Yeah. True. So it it so does yeah, depend yeah. what they met, send out, mm-hmm. you know, 
with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. They want Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. It, it's cool, especially us as artists. Like, well, you, you, you have a different art compared to what I do, what a lot of other artists do, mm-hmm. you know? But it's just, um, I feel like if we really put all of our energy into it, like, do you think that we can actually make a difference in the world? Um, I think it takes, uh, like, a, a bigger pull Courage. to do that. Yeah, like, um, like, all of us could sort of unite and sort of take that stance, but you need someone that's, like, in the spotlight to also bring attention to it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just kind of goes unheard. Um, Collaboration. Yeah. So, like, even, um, like, a lot of people talking about, like, the writer's strike. Okay. Um, I feel like now would be the perfect time for other artists to mm-hmm. jump into that. Mm-hmm. Like we get paid like 0.00003 cents for every Spotify stream or something like that, you know? And we're definitely underpaid. So why would we not want to jump into this and support this? But you have the top artists who are getting paid and they're already comfortable Mm -hmm. that aren't going to speak up for it. And I feel like you need Uh, that bigger figure to jump into it and then everyone else will follow suit. Uh Uh-huh. So, so, yeah, that's a good point because, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, some people are just so focused on the thing that they're doing mm-hmm. and it's super easy to complain, but it's mm-hmm. also just a, it's also super hard to just uh, go and fight for what you think is right. Yeah. You know, take that courage and that honor to actually step up to that challenge. Yeah. You know, um, and especially now, like you see like the whole thing with AI, how easy it is for them yeah. to just make a song and it's becoming really, really good at it. Yeah. You know, scary. It's kind of scary. Like I've heard an AI Drake drop some bombs, you know? I'm like, holy shit. Like I'm over here headbanging it and everything. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It just takes away from the art that we've developed for ourselves. You know, that individualism. Yeah. Um, And I do think like in the long run, I think that could be very scary for us as artists because like we can be I mean they can like attempt to replace us but at the same time I do feel like since it's AI it does lack uh, that emotion in it Mm -hmm. Um, and that experience it's just you know it's just a computer putting together some words yeah Um, but how we said before mm -hmm. it's just telling you what you want to hear so everyone's just going to jump onto it and just believe that that's what they want to hear. Yeah, true. You know, so is it really emotion or is it just uh, people evoking emotion within themselves? It's an interesting way to put it. Um, I think it could be both. Mm. Um, How so? I feel like they're like, it just depends on, who listens you know like uh mm. some listeners they they're listening for that like they they want to relate to you they want to hear your experience they want to hear you you yeah and some people 
are just kind of like on autopilot listening to music. And it's just, you know, they just go with it. And there's some people who are on autopilot Mm -hmm. creating music, you know, just making music for, I guess, everyone else. Mm -hmm. But they never take the time to develop yourself. Yeah. You mean you just Mm -hmm. said it yourself. Mm -hmm. You took that time to really develop who you are. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not expecting that you just already have yourself completely figured out. You know, we learn something (laughs) new every single day. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. so I guess there is an importance to, I guess, humanity, like every single person Mm -hmm. to go through that struggle and develop themselves. Yeah. So that way you're not replaceable. Mm -hmm. You know, you can put in as many robots as you want, but no... None of those robots is going to be you. Yeah, exactly. So they're not going to go through that struggle, those hardships, mm-hmm. that stress and anxiety, the mm-hmm. constriction. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's you definitely have a voice um, that you can do, you have a lot of power with, mm-hmm. you know? And you, I think you know how much power you have with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like one of the, I would say that's also one of the, big reasons I do music like I I want to make that statement I want to be remembered I want legacy yeah definitely legacy how do you think you can get to legacy um achieve legacy um I mean I think it comes in different forms Okay. So like interesting. Even um like something I've had to think a lot about is like kids. Oh wow. Like, okay. That's that's your legacy. Like if um mm-hmm. not necessarily saying like your kids' choices, but just like your name, like that your last name. Yeah, like that that's your your family. Like it you're pushing that along with mm-hmm. your kids, you know? Um And then, like, in my music, like, to achieve that. I don't know. I think I think it's just there. Like, as long as you put something out there that sticks with someone, mm-hmm. it could be a single quote that sticks with someone. Like, they're, they're going to remember that. Mm-hmm. And... But it's like, at the same time, it's like what you said is Mm -hmm. remembered, but are you remembered as the artist? I would hope so. Yeah, right? But, you know. (laughs) I think uh, maybe consistency Mm -hmm. comes with it. Just always being there and showing up for yourself Mm -hmm. so you can uh, show up for different people. Yeah. Yeah, and they Um, just always consistently spreading those messages. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you definitely do have to show that, like, uh, you're living, like, whatever message it is that stuck with them, like, you're living that. Yeah. You, you, you are that. So you become more than just a quote. You okay. Know? Um, yeah, I think. So you're not just the art, you're the artist. Yeah. It's like the Sistine Chapel. Like people can remember the Sistine Chapel. I always Mm -hmm. go back to it because it's one of my favorite works of art, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and people recognize 
the system chapel for itself but if that was mm -hmm. the only thing that was ever made i mean is it are they remembering the Sistine chapel or michelangelo you know mm -hmm. and you see michelangelo's work we talk about it so many times yeah. he has statues that he would work day and night for mm -hmm. that dedication the consistency the mm -hmm. sacrifices that are made i feel like people take note of that mm -hmm. and with your music do you think that um there's a certain way to uh i guess evoke that thought in people of like um this is how much i've gone through this is uh what i've learned my experiences um i think all you can really do is just like try your best like we've we've talked about um you know trying to word lines a certain way to like you said evoke an emotion mm -hmm. um but at the same time there's plenty of people out there that aren't going to hear it they're not going to really grasp it mm -hmm. um so all, i mean like all, all you can really do is try and just put it out there and hope that it's received well so just keep trying your best yeah like in, in simple terms yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, that's a perfect way to put it yeah. it may be super simple but that's mm -hmm. just really how simple it is yeah but at the same time for a lot of people mm -hmm. they see how hard it is to always be maintaining that consistency of just trying to be your best every mm -hmm. single day mm -hmm. and a lot of people just stop trying yeah um and like I, honestly like at the same time like i get it um like even with uh like Ergie. Shout out to him. Shout out um, Ergie. Um when he released, I think it was Pressure, he put like that passage about like how he was feeling as an artist. Mm -hmm. And then um I think he's talked about like uh Ergfest and stuff like that, you know, trying to get his own thing going. And I can see as like how as an artist like it gets rough like you definitely you, you want to get something going and then there's people that just aren't showing up for you how they should mm -hmm. and um like you said just stay consistent uh keep trying your best and work on the foundation so that like you do continue to like garner that attention. Eventually more people are going to be like, you know what, whatever, let me, let me see what this dude's talking about. Or let me see. Okay. Uh, let me go see how they perform. Let me go see this. And then you got to take that opportunity to just grasp it. Like, and now they're stuck with you. Like he really left an impression uh, on me and they're there. Yeah. I've brought it up before. Mm -hmm. I was watching the Nike air movie with uh, Michael Jordan. Right. Okay. And I, the whole scene where they're making that deal that they want to have, uh, Michael Jordan to be part of Nike mm -hmm. they're like we'll do our part but you have to continue to be the best because we know you are mm -hmm. you know it's not just for the short term mm -hmm. like we want you to be remembered forever and I think by our collaboration of mm -hmm. us both trying to be the best and promote the best to everyone mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be the only way to make more people want to be the best as well yeah 
Definitely. And I feel like the people who will really listen, mm -hmm. they're either already trying every single day to be the best mm -hmm. or they really want to. Yeah. You know, it, it's a hard step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not an easy step to take. Uh, probably takes like a lot of self-reflection and willpower. Yeah. So. It's, um, I don't know, because for to achieve a sense of greatness like you see mm -hmm. you see how much work really goes into it yeah i can see how people can just stray away from that <laughs> yeah. you know it's a lot mm -hmm. but um i don't know maybe there's there's something more to art that i still haven't figured out completely okay and it's just how powerful it is i have a tattoo in my arm that says mm -hmm. um art is the solution to chaos that's a dope quote right think about yeah. that for a second <laughs> Some of the biggest wars in the world mm -hmm. have stopped because of poetry or music or painting or mm -hmm. something that sends a message. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, art, like, it really brings people together because, like, like, who doesn't like music? Like, who, yeah. who doesn't listen to music, find, find something that they enjoy? Um I think all of that, and then even for some people, them going to uh, whatever whatever art it is that you create, finding that outlet for yourself gets rid of all that uh, built up anger, sadness, whatever it is that you're going through. It's giving yourself an outlet, and now you don't fall victim to that chaos, mm. and you don't lash out, you don't, you know. You don't do certain things that could result in chaos. So you so, uh, you allow yourself by expressing your art. Mm -hmm. Do you think it allows you to find a a peace within all of the chaos around you? Definitely. Um, I do feel like, um, like to be honest, like when I am writing. Mm -hmm that's probably when I am most like emotional okay. because uh, I'm how I said, like I'm, I'm like assessing how I'm feeling and I'm, you know, I'm putting it to words. Um, but then in the long run, like once I get that verse or that song or I complete that project or something like that, once I I'm finally done with that, then it's like, all right, like I can now put this to bed and then, after that is when I find peace in myself. Okay. Reflection. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, us as people back then, like we would use each other to just reflect on ourselves. Yeah. You know, be able to t talk to somebody about literally anything. Yeah. That's kind of going to bring with this podcast, I guess, just mm -hmm. to literally be able to talk about anything. We could talk mm -hmm. about dolphins if we wanted to. Yeah. You know, and we probably will. Like somehow, <laughs> some way, yeah. we just end up getting there, you know. But... Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, after, after that isolation period that we had, mm -hmm. we just had to reflect on ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, and really get to know yourself. So now that we're kind of breaking away from that isolation, yeah. it's more like um, now we kind of have to use the opportunity to reflect on other people. You know, I write a lot too. Not music, mm -hmm. but I write a lot in journals literally yeah. every single day. Yeah. Like I can see myself in the future and just like if there was a shelf 
along that top row, mm -hmm. I probably have that full thing just full of journals. <laughs> you know, that's kind of, it kind of excites me just because it's yeah. going to show the progress and the growth. Yeah. You know, all the, all the things that I could reflect back on mm -hmm. that maybe uh, I couldn't reflect onto other people. Mm -hmm. You know, but art is that expression that allows you to reflect onto other people and they'll reflect back at you. Yeah. You know, definitely. you look at a painting, you stare at it for hours on end sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just like, wow, like you're kind of you're kind of sensing what that artist was feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a that's a huge power with art. Mm -hmm. Especially like with uh like paintings and drawings and different stuff like that, because everyone uh, receives it a different way yeah so like that it's interesting to make one thing that can be interpreted so many different ways and yeah. still help like such a variety of people you know what i mean uh-huh such um, a variety of people yeah yeah it's just that everybody's going through their own the same world in their own way mm-hmm you know, so it's kind of cool listening to different experiences or capturing different experiences. Mm -hmm. um, there was just one thing I said it before in the podcast okay. uh, that artists, you know, what what is an artist? Mm -hmm. They defined it as a, an artist is a highly emotional slash sensitive person mm -hmm. who has gathered up all your experiences, mm -hmm. creates something and then goes back to share it with the rest of the group. Yeah. Um, what do you think about didn't, that? Didn't you ask? Was it Ryan that you asked that? I don't know if it was Ryan that I asked that. Maybe. Oh, man. Um, so, I do... Uh, I think it might have been agree. Ryan, yeah. I do agree that um, artists are sensitive, emotional. Like, I've, I've had people call me sensitive, and it's like, yeah, like, I, I am, I, you know? Mm -hmm. Um I put that emotion into words. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to share it with people. Mm -hmm. um, what you create is what you create. And um, maybe it's not something you're vulnerable enough to share with the world. Mm -hmm. um, but do you that think that's why you write? Uh, yeah. Um, like to share it with the world, is that what you? Or maybe because it's something that's more vulnerable that you don't want to share it with the world. Um, I mean, I I have both. Like, okay. um, I do think I want. Like, there's some stuff I do want to share with everyone. Okay. Um, some things. There's. Like, I, I kind of have, like, a list of things in my head that I know I still want to talk about. Mm -hmm. But maybe I'm not in a position in life where I'm comfortable enough to do that yet. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think, uh, like, stops you from just saying it? Um, different things, like... Um, like certain stuff like might be about my family. Okay. And it's like, um, I'm not ready to put my family on blast like that, you know, mm -hmm. or, uh, I don't know if, I don't know how 
like maybe if I'm writing about someone specific, yeah. I don't know how they'll receive this yet. Like I don't know if, um, like how they'll react. Yeah. And um, there's even certain songs where like uh, like maybe with like friends, like it's not even my story, but it's just like I feel you on that, and it inspired me to write this. And like I'll talk to my friends about it. Like, hey, like is it okay if I, mm-hmm. you know, do this? Um, the intention behind it? No, not um, not necessarily the intention, because like I'll, I'll I'll talk to them about that too, you know. But just like this isn't my story. Like this is about you. So like you just never know how mm-hmm. someone will react to that. Like I don't I don't want to put that, like I don't want that out about me. I don't want to hear that, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just like a certain respect level to just like, you know. Okay. Um, what if what if it's like yeah. a message that you just need to express? Like there's there's something in you that's mm-hmm. just telling you, I need to put this out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It could hurt a lot of people because it's just that powerful, but it mm-hmm. needs to go out there. Uh, something like that. Like I, I, I just do it. It's a sacrifice um, you have to make. Yeah. But... Um, Certain things that like relate to me, it's just like mm-hmm. I'll have it. Maybe I have it written, or maybe I just haven't found the words for it yet. And it's just like I'll just kind of keep that in the back of my mind until you know it, it's out there. Um, I, I think like um, your point about like artists like sharing stuff with people. Um, it's just I don't think it makes it. Like art is beautiful and it doesn't make it any less beautiful whether someone else sees it or not. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Because mm. uh, uh, I, I can see that mm-hmm. how sometimes it, it is hard to express that art if it is about somebody else or something that's just within you that you've been wanting to say, but you don't mm-hmm. know whether you should mm-hmm. say it or not. But... Um, I don't know, like su- suppressing your thought for the sake of somebody else's feelings. But sometimes it's like, a, it's more of just by, I wouldn't say the hate. It would just be like, um, I'm putting this out on the table, mm-hmm. right? You can get offended. Mm-hmm. You can get hurt. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I just want you to understand. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes I do... Uh... I'll find like another way around it. Like if uh, if it's something that I do want to talk about, like I might just throw like a couple lines in here somewhere or um, like allude to it just to sort of like still get it out there. Okay. Um, without it being so heavy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when war approaches you, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, um, and I think also, like, uh, like I'm a very, uh, how would I say it, like, I think I'm very, like, laid back, and, uh, like, some people say, like, I'm, I've been described as, like, oh, like, he's really, like, grounded. Okay. Um, Present? Yeah, so, like, um. I don't want to write something 
that well i mean I'll, i might write it but i don't want to share something that might come off like too too harsh when i haven't really sat with it for yeah. long enough to like assess my feelings because like i could put that out and then it's like you know like i i like I, maybe i did too much you know uh-huh. um and i mean some for some people it might just be like you know like that's just like the trials and tribulations of mm-hmm. you know just putting your art out there like you you know you could hate it later but um i just i want to be sure that i get my messaging right you know what mm-hmm. i mean um that's cool so, yeah. so it's like uh think before you say yeah uh that's good that's a definitely a good way to go about life <laughs> yeah some people just out here just spitting shit out of their ass sometimes yeah you know yeah but uh it, it really it just from you saying that it kind of gives me like a perspective of the type of uh person that you are you know how you mm-hmm. said i do get that you're mm-hmm. more laid back you're more mm-hmm. grounded you take your time with things because you want it to be right for not just you but for mm-hmm. everybody yeah yeah yeah, I can see how that benefits everybody around you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so I would say just yeah. keep doing that for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's a, that's definitely a good way into uh, putting thought into art. And yeah. I feel like if um, I don't know how I said before, mm-hmm. when that war approaches you, mm-hmm. you'd know how to be ready for it. Yeah. You know, because you've taken the time to really think mm-hmm. and uh, know the, I guess maybe not weaknesses of mm-hmm. the opponent, mm-hmm. but just uh, the overall truth of the situation. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, like with taking your time as an artist, um, I feel like at the same time, it's it's something I do want to um, sort of tweak. Mm-hmm. Like definitely take your time with your art. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I... I do like how certain artists are able to just like go in and just write. Like I'm, I'm not someone that's like constantly writing like pages and pages. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do get to it, um, I'm confident in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to work on like, you still got to care for people, but to an extent, like, can I cuss? Yeah, dude, okay. I've been cussing this entire fucking time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, like, to an extent, just, like, not give a fuck. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to just jot it down right away. Yeah. Um, And not take so much time to think about everything. Like, just, just put it down and get to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So worry about everything else afterwards. Just have the courage to step up to it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this movie I forgot which movie it is but it says that it's like you do the thing that scares you now and then worry about the fear later yeah something like that mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I don't know fear is one of those things that does control a lot of people mm-hmm. you know whether it be the fear of what they're gonna think about you mm-hmm. the fear of losing friends mm-hmm. the fear of I don't know maybe even just losing yourself mm-hmm. you know but uh it's do, you, do you have like an irrational fear? An irrational fear. Yeah. Irrational fear. I don't know about irrational. Cause uh what do you mean by irrational? I don't know, just like something random. Like something that's not, random that Yeah, like 
feel like people are afraid to like clowns and stuff, you know? Clowns was one of those. <laughs> clowns was definitely one of those. Bro. I did not oh, trust my... clowns. There was this one time where I was uh, invited to the circus mm. and I didn't go because I knew there was going to be clowns there. Oh, my but, you know, you have to step up to that challenge sometimes mm-hmm. and you're like, man, I fuck up a clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. not give a fuck and be like, listen, I'm going to be scared. Yeah. But I know that I can get through it. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that comes with maybe a warrior mentality. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? A warrior mentality of having that? Um, I think that's. Uh, it's definitely something important to have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to face your fears. Um, I mean, we it's, see on a it, local for it. it. It makes me think, though, of like, uh, like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Because, uh, but like at the same time, like he had a, I don't remember what interview it was, but he had a quote about like how it's so difficult for him to turn off that sort of warrior mentality. Like mm. it's just. After uh, being around it for so long. Yeah. So like, it's definitely important to have, but just don't get so absorbed. In uh-huh. it, you know what I mean? I think, because um, I don't know. For, for um, for Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. I could see that warrior mentality, mm-hmm. but I think it happened more after, um, after his boxing career and everything. Because mm-hmm. like you look at like some documentaries or how he was like put into boxing and everything, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say that he was turned into a warrior. Mm-hmm. I was he was turned into a beast, mm-hmm. you know. And so mm-hmm. when. The people who looked after the beast, the people who cared for the beast and made him docile mm-hmm. were gone. What mm-hmm. was the world left with? You know, just a beast. Yeah. You know, but then afterwards you start, he starts learning the compassion from others around him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm no longer fighting for myself, fighting for everybody else. Yeah. And uh, sometimes the opponent in front of me might not be somebody that i had to mess up mm. but it's more of somebody that i have to love yeah so i guess a warrior um it just depends on what you're fighting for yeah i would agree with that because um i don't know i feel like a warrior mentality is definitely important not even just like in artists or in athletes or in a boxer mm-hmm. it's just something that us as humans have but we've suppressed a lot yeah why do you think that is? Why do you think we suppress our warrior mentality? Um, why do we suppress our warrior mentality? What stops us? I think a lot of things could stop that. Like, uh, just even like in your, I feel like we get so caught up in just like just going through the motions like just wake up go to work go home eat sleep like you don't uh i think Hmm. you i think there's a lot of things you need to have a warrior mentality with Mm -hmm. um but you just get so caught up in the cycle that you get comfortable yeah you get you get too comfortable with what you're doing and you need to sometimes you just need to like sit back and realize like you know what like this was wrong or like you know maybe i should have fought harder for this Mm -hmm. um 
but you know you just kind of get complacent complacent that's a yeah. word that's been sticking with me a lot with mm-hmm. uh throughout this like past two weeks or so complacent mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed everybody in this world a lot of people not everybody mm-hmm. but a lot of people in this world are okay with being complacent and mm-hmm. it's been uh almost uh i wouldn't say forced but mm-hmm. like fed onto the people to believe that mm-hmm. being complacent and uh not fighting for what you think is going to do better for you and for the ones around you is, mm-hmm. is the better option. Like, why go through the struggle? Yeah. Well, you can just be chilling the entire time and not have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. It comes with a sense of duty. Mm-hmm. Duty yeah. as a man, duty as a person. Yeah. Maybe it's a, it's a fear of not living up to your duty that stops them going into that warrior mentality. Yeah, because if you if you sort of feel like you won't get there, then you figure why bother fight. Yeah, why bother fighting for it? Without with a sense of nihilism. Um, I think that might be nihilism, to be honest. So are we living in a nihilistic society? Um, I think you could say that. You know, when yeah. uh, there's just so many things that you should be doing, so many things that you should be believing, mm-hmm. should be feeling, thinking, mm-hmm. right? That sometimes a lot of people think that it's too much. So how you said, it's like, why even try? I just mm-hmm. do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But you also see the dangers in that, mm-hmm. in people doing whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes and directly affects you, mm-hmm. you know, by letting them do whatever they want and being that that good person to them, um, it, sometimes they'll just stomp all over you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you willing to sacrifice yourself for the comfort of somebody else? Sometimes you just got to put, um, I mean, kind of, it kind of goes back to what we were saying about like with my writing. So like there, there are times where you just have to put other people's worries behind you. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I I do think. Um. To you asking about um. The warrior mentality, like. There are exceptions because, like. Say you you have wife and kids. Um. You can't put them behind you you have to that's i feel like that's sort of a time where you nurture okay um and you have to care about their needs and their wants and you have to do certain things that may take back your Your like dial dial back your warrior mentality your own comfort yeah because you have to make that compromise for your family the you know? good of your family yeah um and then yeah there's there's other times where you, you got to go fuck it and mm-hmm. fight for it so because you see families a lot like i'm going through right now mm-hmm. you know but you see families break up a whole thing for the benefit of somebody like divorce has mm-hmm. skyrocketed over the past years over 80 mm-hmm. percent even now 
You know, it's mm-hmm. become the most normal thing yeah. in marriages. And that's so sad because it's like, this is what we're promoting with love. Yeah. You know, but then you start breaking it down and it's like, it's because usually it's one parent who doesn't want to live up to that duty mm-hmm. and more wants to stick to themselves about, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, finding the comfort within just doing whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I do think we've uh, we've lost certain uh, in 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 simple terms, like we've we've sort of lost love in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, certain. <laughs> I know it's like a it's, no 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 because because uh, I, I I do get what you're saying yeah but like there's there's certain like foundations like certain things we we should do certain things we should care about certain uh you know like like little things that we've lost mm-hmm. in love yeah and. Um, I, I could see why divorces have skyrocketed. Like people are concerned about the wrong things and they're, um, sort of like easily manipulated into certain things where it's just like you easily manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I think a lot of that is due to like the internet oh media yeah influence. Yeah. um so yeah i feel like some of those things have like influenced like you it influences certain decisions you make and how you go about certain things mm-hmm. and that can definitely fumble a whole marriage you know um because the foundations weren't really there you know do you think now there's a false foundation to love um in in a lot of people, yeah. In a lot of people, yeah. I I don't like to say like everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But what about but yeah. love in general? And maybe not to like everybody, mm-hmm. but the whole concept of love. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's like a whole new foundation to love that I guess we're just not used to because we're just so focused on the foundation that it was? Yeah. But I think um, at the same time, like it's it's sort of natural, like the world's not going to stop. We're going to continue advancing and finding new things, having new wants. And. But at the sacrifice s- of love. Yeah, like you, like you sort of have to like adapt to the times, but at the same time. It shouldn't have to make you conform. Yeah. Mm. In a sort of way. Um, also, just like certain want, like, I guess, I guess I shouldn't say that the foundation. 
would change. Cause like like what's in my head right now is I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. I don't know, years ago like. Let's think like centuries ago. Like okay, she wanted a goat. Okay, so you got her the goat. Yeah, here have a goat, baby. <laughs> yeah, and like now, it something different. Like maybe she just she wanted flowers. So get her the flowers, mm-hmm. or you know, just like, and to keep it basic, like stuff like that. Um, that should still be held on to. So just uh, so giving like, uh, the woman what she needs. Uh, or giving your your not even just a woman, yeah, the partner no, no. giving, yeah, being able to live up to that standard of their needs, yeah. You think that's been lost? Um, standard? No, no, that that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't think that. No, that was I just mean, a to, question. Yeah. So, like, um, I don't think that's completely been lost. I think, mm-hmm. um, maybe like the lines are just sort of blurred there. In a way, mm-hmm. like, uh, like you might do it, but you don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the person that wants it mm-hmm. doesn't really know why they want it, and that's just because you've been influenced by these mm-hmm. certain people. And it's not really something you give a fuck about, but you're told to give a fuck about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you just think that you want it, but you don't even know why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you definitely see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, if we can go back to, um, I don't know, even attention. Like mm-hmm. Some people just want attention. Yeah. They want somebody to be looking at them the entire time. Mm-hmm. And why? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you want the attention, but then they give it to you, and then it's something that you didn't want all along. I don't know. We see that a lot. We see, yeah. and then the sacrifice comes in. You know, where you go for what you want, mm-hmm. but then how you said it wasn't what you wanted all along. Mm-hmm. So what do you do then? Once you, once you really did make that ultimate sacrifice. That's a question that is still (laughs) trying to be figured out today. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big question for the world in general. When when you gave up on all these uh, um, needs Mm -hmm. and sacrificed it for what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think a a family needs each other. Yeah. Right. I feel like we can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if everyone's benefiting, if everyone's doing good, but if, it just takes one person in that army to betray mm-hmm. and the whole the whole empire falls. Mm-hmm. Look at Rome. Everyone started doing what they wanted. <laughs> you know, and boom, dismantled. Yeah. It's a strong empire that mm-hmm. took years to really one, build a foundation mm-hmm. and grow that foundation and expand. Mm-hmm. But just like that, it was crushed. Mm-hmm. So it kind of shows like now. Are people even focused on building a foundation? Mm -hmm. Do you think that's one of the problems that we go through? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, 
I don't think a lot of people ask enough of the like heavy questions Mm -hmm. when they're getting into stuff like that. Um, I feel like much more people now are the, the go with the flow types. Yeah. And, um, that can't always fly. Like you go with the flow and then you end up in like a situationship. Yeah. And you don't really know what's what you don't know. Like, does this person give a fuck? Does, you know, um, what are they moving towards? Um, and yeah, I, th- I think people just need to first figure out like what it is that you want, where you want to be, what you want to get to. And then start asking those bigger questions with other people to, to build on, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that that happens enough. I think a lot of people just yeah going going with emotions because by by uh going against the current mm-hmm. you know you have to sacrifice that sense of comfort that we were talking about mm-hmm. going into those deeper questions like nobody wants to talk about it because yeah someone's either gonna end up end up mad mm-hmm. or someone's gonna end up hurt mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like it's not about getting hurt or yeah. feeling a certain certain way yeah it's about understanding yeah you know, it's understanding like those I, deep questions. Yeah, it's just like figuring out like I have this checklist of things that mm-hmm. I want and is that going to work? You know, like that. I don't think that's too much, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could even uh, implement that into how you were telling me that you create your music. Mm-hmm. You know, you took the time to really build that foundation mm-hmm. to know if there's a little crack here, if there's a little crack there. Mm-hmm. And just be able to solidify it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So that way, when those deeper questions start approaching, mm-hmm. you're able to rely on your foundation to hold it together. Yeah. You know, because you can crack at any moment with those deep questions, mm-hmm. you know. But if you've taken the time to really build that foundation, you know it's going to stay there forever. Yeah. You know, I think that might be one thing that could be missing in people. Mm-hmm. taking the time to build their own foundation mm-hmm. so that way when you're able to expand on your empire mm-hmm. you know maybe it's the empire is is in love maybe you know but when you're ready to expand on your empire you're ready to take somebody else's strong foundation too, combine mm-hmm. them and boom your empire is glorious it's yeah. it's wonderful it's so strong mm-hmm. now i guess um like even hookup culture, mm-hmm. you know, that's become the regular. Yeah. You know, you fuck around with this girl, fuck around with that dude. Mm-hmm. But everything, I don't, I don't really know. I don't understand all of that. Yeah, that's, that's I've never been into yeah. that. Like, sorry. Uh, like I've, I've done it and it just like, I instantly just felt like sick, you know? Yeah, there's something like, in your stomach. Yeah, like when you just like feel guilty and you just like feel it all. Yeah, like, all throughout your, your body. Ju- yeah, your subconscious. Just, yeah, it was just like I, I can't, I can't get into this. Like this isn't, you know, this isn't something I want. Um, so yeah, I've never really been into hookup culture. Yeah, but like you can see how that kind of like 
setting no standard for yourself yeah it's gonna kill mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. maybe it hurts the other person too mm-hmm. yet people are willing to make that ultimate sacrifice at the same time yeah you know i don't know how how this world is slowly going to change mm-hmm. for the better but i definitely think it starts with each individual person trying mm-hmm. to make themselves better yeah you know so i'm glad that i see you and you've taken the time to really understand who you are mm-hmm. you know those are the friends that i would want around me mm-hmm. you know so i could only see how i said before you doing better for not only the people around you but eventually once you start learning your craft and your in your art mm-hmm. and expressing it to the whole world i can see how you can make you have the power to make a whole difference in the entire world yeah. and sometimes it just starts with the having that deep conversation that mm-hmm. nobody else wants to have yeah definitely. you know like when was the last time you talked to somebody on a deeper level like this mm, actually like my um my mom and stepdad they're like really supportive um they're really big on mental health um so like i i do open up to them often Mm -hmm. like when if uh something's going on or like um even with like my friends maybe if i'm like struggling with something like in my music or something in my personal life like i yeah I'm, i'm really open with like my closest friends and my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like a different, this is a different setting. You know, it's a different yeah. vibe. So like, I, I've never done anything to this extent, but I do have that people in my, system. yeah, I do have that support system that I have those deeper conversations with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then ego, when it comes to play in these conversations, I think that's mm-hmm. what destroys everything. Yeah. I've gone back to this quote by Rick Rubin. It's that, Ego is the enemy of creativity. You know, we, we want to create these emotions. We want to create our art. We mm-hmm. want to create us as mm-hmm. human beings, you know, as a person. Mm-hmm. Create us to the best that we can, how we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But once ego starts slipping into it, whether it be from yourself or from somebody else, mm-hmm. like you can see how it can destroy you, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know, like, do you think this world is being fueled by ego now? Yeah. Um, but I think, um, I mean, it, it depends what you mean by that, because mm-hmm. I, I think ego has always been a factor. Oh, OK. Um, down yeah, to like down to like kings and queens like, they, you know, like, yeah, they, yeah. Um, yeah, I think ego's always been a factor in people uh, letting their egos drive even, like, decisions that affect the masses. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. You you, you have to consider everyone. Yeah. Like I said, like, down, down to the kings and queens, like, you can't just oh he said this like we're going to war like what like no what do you yeah, mean you know, we're going like, to war no yeah. like like you know talking about like yeah yeah that's why know, like what do you yeah. mean we're going to yeah, war like, like we're going to war for no reason because you yeah. felt like it yeah your ego is showing yeah yeah instead of again creating mm-hmm. like you create instead of the king wanting to go to war mm-hmm. what does he create yeah he creates peace mm-hmm. 
And that's what solidifies the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And when I think of it, because I do go to those terms a lot, kings mm-hmm. and queens, right? Mm-hmm. I have my little crown here. I was considering yeah. myself like I tried to be um, a king, but that humble king, you know, that mm-hmm. wants to create a kingdom, your mind, mm-hmm. as best as you can, mm-hmm. you know? And then by me having a solidified kingdom, anybody who enters my my world, my kingdom, mm-hmm. right? I feel like it's only going to be a good experience, mm-hmm. right? But then you have these bad kingdoms who are telling you that could be good for you, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, they're willing to destroy yours at any moment. Yeah. How do you dif- differentiate uh, the difference between the two? Um, I think that that gets tricky. It um, does, yeah. I think you just kind of have to read between the lines. Mm. Um, Those blurry lines? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I feel like it's just it's something you have to pick up and you have to learn from. Mm. Like, I think everyone has had someone that um how did you say it like a kingdom you thought was good and yeah your kingdom that you thought would benefit yeah but in reality ended up causing to your destruction yeah i I feel like everyone has experienced that to an extent Mm -hmm. and you just have to learn from it and then look out for those signs later on with these other kingdoms with this future yeah. relationships yeah. that you have with these different kingdoms yeah yeah because yeah. um, I, don't, I don't think that just comes naturally you know yeah so it comes over time mm-hmm. through experience yeah mm. and how we said before with 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 art it is about just collecting those experiences because mm-hmm. that's i think what makes the best art mm-hmm. you know you take that into a human you know mm-hmm. god's first form of art right he took his time with it mm-hmm. but um it's like you just said, there's a lot of ego in this world. Mm-hmm. So when you know that ego destroys the creativity, it kind of, it, it alarms me thinking like, if there's a lot of more ego shown within people, could you imagine how much creativity is going to get done? It's almost like now it's more of, we're leading to a destruction of the people, mm-hmm. of ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I really like the fact that we are artists, mm-hmm. you know, and that we are able to thrive through that creativity, how I said before, mm-hmm. you know? Because it, it shows you a, a deeper truth and not about yourself, but about everything. Yeah. Do you, um, do you think that finding truth within the world impacts your art onto a deeper level? Yeah. Um, I think that gives you new, uh, you know, like it gives you new information, new ideas. New perspectives. Yeah, new perspectives to uh, put into your art. Yeah, I, I 
I feel like um, even like not even just the world, but just like and like just information in general as you uh, like even like something as simple as like taking a trip somewhere. Okay. And just like experiencing other new stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That all comes back to you and it helps improve your art. And also it evokes you know. that emotion within you. Like, yeah. do you ever, have you ever been somewhere and you leave there and then sometimes you just, like even the smell, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like that takes me back to that one time where I went this place. Yeah. You know, so you get that sense of enlightenment at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, something so beautiful within you that it's like, I can feel myself a lot more. I can fill myself up a lot more with these type of experiences. Mm-hmm. But is everyone still looking out for these experiences? Mm-hmm. I feel like the way that the world has been like kind of forming mm-hmm. is kind of taking you away from the ability to experience those experiences. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Um, Complacency. Yeah, that that's kind of. I was like literally just gonna repeat that. Like, I I feel like uh, the the world keeps moving, and you you gotta you gotta keep showing up, doing your daily routine, your cycle, mm-hmm. and um, it takes you away from like living. Ah. Um and. Um, sometimes you like it takes you away for too long to be able to get those experiences mm-hmm. um, that deeper understanding yeah like I like that's something we should spend like these these prime years doing like I you want to travel more. You want to get to do all this other stuff to get to experience all this stuff. But we're busy going through the cycle. The rat race. Yeah. And the little freaking wheel. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's. I always think about that. And I talk mm-hmm. to my dad a lot about mm-hmm. that. And it does sadden me. Because I know how much, like especially our generation, you know, we're still very, very young. Yeah. But a lot of those, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of those opportunities that are there, mm-hmm. we just can never reach because we we can't step out of that little wheel that we're in. Mm-hmm. There's no time for it. There's no room for trying something new. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, a quote my mom used to always say, mm-hmm. and I personally never liked the quote, uh, <laughs> was uh, work now, play later. Work now, play later. Okay. And it's like, I don't want to play later when I'm older. Like, why can't I want to like live now? Why do I have to work, 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 and then hope that I make it uh, long enough to then be able to play? Like, I that's not living. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I feel like we we need to get out more and experience more while we're young. Work now, play later. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's also the perspective of how you go about that quote. That, true, that you know? too. Yeah. Because I, I see that part. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be working all the time. Yeah. So that way, maybe I'm yeah. able to play later. Yeah. But it's also, I take it as 
you're not really working because mm-hmm. like when you do music like you could say that you are working in a way mm-hmm. you know you're doing your thing you're doing mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. but you don't think about it as work you're thinking about it as i'm playing yeah so i can make everything work mm-hmm. you know so it goes vice versa mm-hmm. at least in my mind the way yeah. i'm thinking about it yeah work now play later because mm-hmm. i'm like I, I hope that's what's like how you put it like I hope that this is the work she's talking about, but I, yeah, I always perceive that as literally going to work and doing, well, going to work, going to school, doing all that stuff, and then you get to retire and now you can play, you know? It's like, yeah. no, why, like, why wait? And I feel like that probably worked back then, but now the way everything is shifting, again, the world's always moving, mm. but we have to stay in the same place. The place that we were in 20, 30 years ago, yeah. is in the same place that we're in now. Yeah. So maybe those things that we're just in that complacent spot mm-hmm. shouldn't be the spot that we should be in anymore. Yeah. You know? So maybe it's like a different perspective that our, the older generation before us um, still sticks by and stands by. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we see now, like that's only going to get you so far. Yeah. You know? And the way our dreams are, the way our goals mm-hmm. have... Uh, been sculpted mm-hmm. it's it's like uh you know that you can shoot for the moon and just aim at the stars you know mm-hmm. but now i mean i mean that mentality that mentality back then of like work now play later mm-hmm. like you take that into today and it's like you're not even going to shoot anymore yeah you know you're always going to mm-hmm. be in that same spot mm-hmm. getting ready to shoot but you just <laughs> never let go yeah what do you think about letting go um some aspects that's very important um because it could be like uh letting go of uh certain certain emotions that might be like sort of holding you back fear uh yeah like fear uh Maybe you're so angry about this one thing that your focus should be here. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let go of that. Maybe you uh, you have some resentment towards something. Like, just let go of that. Uh, letting go of what someone wants you to be. Do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. what brings you happiness in this life what um what fuels you what keeps you going um yeah there's there's definitely a lot of things you can benefit from letting go mm-hmm. um but there's also a lot of dangers that come with letting go yeah for sure and i think that's mm-hmm. what again how we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast mm-hmm. that's one thing that stops people from letting go mm-hmm. it's that fear that what if what I'm letting go, is it something worth keeping? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or is it w- something worth leaving? Yeah. Um. Like, what would you do if you were to have to be put in the position where you had to let go of your music? <laughs> uh. 
would fuck me up. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, um, like when I when I say like, it's what keeps me going. Like it, it's literally what keeps me going. Like I, like I said, like when I when I write, like, that's when I'm at like a low point. To. In the future find that peace you know like to get that off my chest to get my peace so it's like if that's taken away from me it's like uh -huh. that's just there like that's stuck in me you know what i mean like yeah that, yeah i'd be fucked up if i had to lose my music <laughs> like yeah yeah because you're losing something that you really love mm -hmm. but it's gonna be for the benefit of somebody else how we were talking about yeah uh i don't know i i think music is something i'm always gonna put first even like whoever's in my life like that's yeah I mean, that's my number one hmm. but you have to find that balance between the people and your music yeah that's hard yeah it's definitely hard mm -hmm. especially when that balance it, it's limiting or halt or halting your music mm -hmm. you know it's like i want to go all all in this but mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of limitations that are holding me back now so it's like how do i move yeah um, i'm constricted um i think you can um i think you can still work through the balance find mm -hmm. your compromises and stuff like that mm -hmm. um but like letting go completely that's for like your passion that's that's just that's different you know yeah i remember there was a time where people were thinking that you shouldn't even work uh like focused on your passions you should mm -hmm. just be doing what you got to do. Mm -hmm. But what if what you got to do is your passion? Yeah. You know, you're going to better say something. No. Um, no. I, I, <laughs> I'm like absorbed when you talk. I'm just like, I don't know. I yeah. Like you just have like great quotes. Like, off the top. <laughs> like thank yeah, you. I appreciate cool. that. But it's, it's that it's, uh, I don't know, my art that I've been learning a lot more of is conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've gathered these experiences and all these questions from so many different sources. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done my research just like you've done your research on mm -hmm. Joey Badass or Jay-Z. You know, mm -hmm. I listen to all these people who are talking consistently to so many different people. Mm -hmm. So it, it brings a lot of questions to my mind. And mm -hmm. sometimes it could be like some, something like really, really dumb, like a, a really dumb question. But it's just something I've never put a thought to. Mm -hmm. Like, um. I don't know. What do you think music sounded like? What what was the first? I wonder what the first types of music sounded like, like playing through the kingdoms. Trumpets, drums, um, probably drums. Yeah, the, I'm thinking like. I would think. Straight to like the roots of Africa and like do 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 you know paying the drums and stuff like that. Um, And then, yeah, probably like what you said, like trumpets and stuff in the kingdom. And then you add drums to that. and Or maybe not trumpets, you know, but horns. Or Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the vibration and the beat, I've mm -hmm. heard, is something that's um, very empowering to the soul. Mm -hmm. Imagine waking up to like the power of a drum. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. Definitely, there's like a heartbeat. There's a, yeah, there's the, like, there's a science to like sounds, you know? Yeah. Um, 
frequencies, mm-hmm. vibrations. Yeah, like um, I think like the peak of that mm-hmm. would be like like I don't really listen to a whole lot of like electronic music like uh, like like EDM EDM and stuff. Yeah, but I'm sure to get those millions and millions of fans you have to think about like what is this sound going to bring out of people you know okay so what is what emotion is this going to evoke yeah you can't just put some random stuff together you have to think about like okay this goes here this sound goes here i want to do the whoop 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 and then that gets everyone going and you know (laughs) yeah break it down i'm just fucking sorry everyone starts going crazy Yeah. yeah it's a bit how I said before, mm-hmm. understanding the science behind the art. I feel mm-hmm. like once you start understanding that little piece mm-hmm. in the whole aspect of art, you start uh, really putting the puzzle together, you know? And you can, it's like uh, you transformed your art from this, like, I guess, a smaller aspect or genre to something so wide mm-hmm. in range that no matter who listens to it, they're going to like it. Mm-hmm. A certain piece of it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How humans work, how God works. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I said it before. I sent it in the in the, in a group chat. Mm-hmm. That's service to God, right? It's mm-hmm. like if you if if you know what He likes, everybody's gonna know what they like at the same time. Once you release that little piece that you've made. Say that one more time for me. So like um. You make your art as a service to God. Okay. Right? And by knowing that he likes it, Mm -hmm. you feel like a wider range, maybe not everyone, but Mm -hmm. a wider range of people are going to like it regardless of where um, they're from or the things that they like to feel. Mm -hmm. What would be an artist that you think is like, has accomplished that wide aspect where it can be somebody who listens to edm mm-hmm. somebody who listens to uh heavy metal rock and then country that they can mm-hmm. all listen to it and still end up enjoying it uh michael jackson's the peak of that like you that's, think michael yeah, jackson? That's, yeah. Ah. like who who hasn't heard michael jackson or like has a michael jackson song that's like you know what like yeah he did his thing you know that is a good, that's a really yeah. good one, actually. Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah he was something, man. Yeah. The, the things that he was doing within his music or even within his dancing, he was just mm-hmm. like this character now. Mm-hmm. So it, it went beyond his art. People started admiring the artist. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. That was interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's really cool. <laughs> do you think, do you think you would want to get to that state where people recognize you as the artist and not just your art? Or would you want it to be the opposite? Um, or both? Probably both. Because I've, I've told myself that like, in music, like, I don't know, it's, it's complicated. Because like, sometimes when I get like, when I'm like really, really in like my rapper bag, like I'm, like I'm putting together like crazy rhymes, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, putting together all these different metaphors and stuff. And I like kind of get like cocky within myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, 
I'm looking at like the landscape, like all these other artists, and I'm just like, damn, like I could, I could be better than so many more of you. Uh-huh. And then, um, it makes me like want to be like top dog, you know? Okay. Um, but then at the same time, like I've told myself that I don't necessarily care to have that level of fame. Like I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, I want to be able to make music at a point, at a point where I can support myself and my family. I don't necessarily have to have like millions and millions of dollars and just. So you don't want to be away, alpha. You know what I mean? Like to an extent I do. You want to be want, Sigma. <laughs> no, like I, I want like. I guess then I would say I do want my art uh-huh. to be up there with the alphas. Okay. But just, I don't, I don't need to be in the spotlight like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I, I was looking through that cause mm-hmm. I've always heard about that. The alpha mm-hmm. man, you know, the alpha person, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't like, I've never cared for being the alpha or anything. Yeah. But then I kept hearing that term, the stigma term, right? And I don't like putting people in their in those positions as like betas, you know, whatever. Yeah. But this what they said a sigma is is someone who is just as powerful as the alpha, mm-hmm. but he's not trying to be part of the entire freaking thing that the alpha tries to control. Mm-hmm. He's just very, very strong, very knowledgeable, mm-hmm. but he only focuses on the things that he has to put his focus to. Yeah. So that's what kind of what I was mm-hmm. getting from what you were saying. Yeah. So I'm not really focused on having all these followers or all this fame, this money coming mm-hmm. around me. Mm-hmm. If it comes, it comes. Mm-hmm. But I'm just focused on doing better for me and the ones around me. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I still definitely want like my music to reach a lot of people. You know, that's that's how you get in that comfortable position where now it's like, okay, now I can quit my job. I can. Mm-hmm, focused sure. entirely on this but yeah like i just i feel like i like i don't know why anyone would want to be in the spotlight as much as like the drakes kendricks and j coles and so you know like that's just mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure yeah yeah where do you see yourself in five years it's a question that always comes up to me where do you mm-hmm. see yourself in five years um hopefully like in that position like uh consistently doing more shows um uh having like a sort of like solidified fan base to where like i said like i don't i don't need this day job like i can mm-hmm. i can focus entirely on this um moving out um having my own space and yeah like just i would hope in five years because like my like my birthday is coming up like i'm gonna be 26 so like five years like i i need i need some more stability you know Mm -hmm. um so hopefully i have that in like everything mm-hmm. um so would that be like the main focus within those five years just mm-hmm. finding a sense of stability yeah 
that's it. That's definitely a good goal to have. Mm. Everyone should just be because once you're in a stable mindset and you're in a stable body and a stable life, mm. you know, you get to really focus on the things that you want to expand on that aren't as stable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I mean, five years anything can happen in five years. Yeah, you know, you've seen how much things have changed even in the past two years, mm-hmm. in the past one year. Mm-hmm. You know, but you see that growth. Yeah, and then I mean, even in some cases, things just happen overnight. Like, yeah, there's plenty of like artist stories where it's like, like all it took was that one person to share it, and now it's like. Holy shit! There's a hundred thousand views, and like, yeah. you know, like you're just there. So like, yeah, any anything can happen. My girlfriend was telling me, years. what happened? I was just saying, like, anything can happen in five years. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be ready for anything, right? Once that thing approaches. Um, my girlfriend was telling me about uh Dominic Fike, how mm-hmm. he was like, I, I think either out of prison or something, mm-hmm. but uh, he had to pay rent, and he was like, I'm gonna make this song, and just that one song, mm-hmm. it skyrocketed him to like this this place where opportunities started coming to him mm-hmm. and he put himself in that position where he's attracting those opportunities. Yeah. yeah so funny. I can I, definitely see that happening. I knew his name, but I didn't listen to him until uh, his song on Euphoria. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, do you watch Euphoria? No, I haven't oh, seen a single episode. Man. It's a good show. But yeah. yeah, like he had a song on there and that was when I started getting into him and it was like, like, damn, like he actually has like a good voice. I like him playing the guitar and all that. I like Dominic Fike. Yeah, but you see how that success, how you said, it has yeah. come overnight. Yeah, it just just like that. In my case, I do video stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a quote that does go around throughout the, all the content creators. Mm-hmm. You're one video away from changing your life. Yeah. And we've seen it before. Do you remember that guy that was uh, skateboarding with a cranberry juice? Oh, here we go. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, was he like the... Like Cholo guy? Yeah, something. I'm thinking of like, was it like a TikTok or something? Or yeah, was it yeah. Like, okay, yeah. You know, and like that. Yeah. Company started reaching out to mm-hmm. him. Uh, they give him a fucking truck. <laughs> you know, but it's it's mm-hmm. just like uh, it's about saying that consistency. Because yeah, you can get the opportunity, you can put yourself in that position, mm-hmm. but are you gonna maintain it and stay in that glory mm-hmm. by just being glorious to yourself? Mm-hmm. So how do you think you'll find or maintain? that glory within yourself um that's probably another part where like the complacency comes in like you have to uh you once you get that opportunity Mm -hmm. like you have to don't just like be like wow like look at like yeah, it, yeah. Like you can't just get caught up in like wow like look at all this that i i've got you have to then okay now that i got this what's the next step to keep going forward uh-huh. or to get even more you know yeah we'll go uh, back to what you said earlier mm-hmm. just keep trying your best yeah. every single day yeah yeah um even in like uh like when you're putting out your content or um, maybe you get that cosign from Mm -hmm. like a bigger artist or a bigger platform, something like that. 
you you need to think about your follow up. Mm. Or uh be three steps ahead. Yeah. Uh. You have to you have to be forward thinking, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I, I the best at chess, that. but <laughs> I like start I like thinking about things kind of in a chessboard. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm too irrational or I get too cocky or mm-hmm. if I make some the wrong move, mm-hmm. it can be the end to everything. Yeah. So it's kind of like I've thought about the next three steps. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, you know, if I do this and I play it correctly mm-hmm. to my game, mm-hmm. it should work out. I should be able to get that checkmate. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I've actually never played chess, but like, I love board games, and that's one of the things. Like when I'm playing like with my friends or family and all that, and I'm, they usually like crack jokes because like it's taken me a while. But it's like it's because I'm. I'm looking at the board and I'm thinking like, okay, this person's probably going to do this. This person's going to do this. Yeah. How do I do this to counter that? Like, you know, I I do think forward. Yeah. A lot like that. You're like thinking you more steps. critically about yeah. every move you make. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it for sure. Yeah. Just in a simple board game. I think that's mm-hmm. how board games are supposed to be played. Like, yeah, for fun, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to challenge your brain. Yeah, I get competitive as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm yeah, it, it's good. Yeah. It's good that you're competitive. I feel mm-hmm. like in this world, you have to be competitive by nature in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you can implement that same strategy from your board game into real life, mm-hmm. you kind of come to a sense of this whole, this whole game of life mm-hmm. really is just a game. You just got to play it right. Yeah. Uh, we can finish on that one quote. Um, it's not about the cards you've been dealt. It's about how you play them. Yeah. Sometimes you get shitty cards, but you can still find your victory at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Definitely. it's been one hour and 43 minutes, man, on this podcast. Shit, time flew. Time <laughs> really does fly. But it's been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Is there anything else that you would want to uh, talk about before we end the conversation? Um. Any question that comes into your mind? Not really. Like what what are you hoping to be learning more about after this podcast? Um something to learn more about after this podcast. Um I feel like you've you've hit me with a lot of uh like inspirational quotes. So I, I do feel like I, I already reflect on myself a lot, but it's good to hear, like, a different perspective. perspective. Yeah. So I'd probably just do that differently, you know? Mm-hmm. Just listen to Refle- different perspectives differently? Like, no, like, do, like, my reflection differently. Uh-huh. Like, you uh, you asking about, like, five years from now and... uh. Just like the different topics we've go, gone over, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, dive deeper. Yeah. Dive deeper into that and come to some, a new understanding. Yeah. Something I can I can apply to myself, you know. Yeah. That sounds exciting, you know, because yeah. I know that we're going to have another podcast in the future, you mm-hmm. know. And I said this to all the guests that come on. We're very young. Mm-hmm. We're learning every single day something new. Mm-hmm. Or at least I'm hoping that we are, mm-hmm. you know. So next time you come on. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really, really cool to see how much you've grown, Yeah, you know? And I feel like you're going to reflect back on that mm-hmm. to this podcast and be like, dang, mm-hmm. yeah. like everything has just 
altered so much. Mm-hmm. I might even look back to some of the stuff I said. I was like, oh, like, what the fuck was I talking about? Like, uh, you know, it might yeah. be completely different. So, yeah. And maybe you'll think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're like, uh, I thought about it like this, but I'm glad that I thought like that. So mm-hmm. that way later on, when you come to that idea again, mm-hmm. it's like, again, how I said, you've come to a whole new understanding of it. But mm-hmm. at least you understand it. Yeah. You know, maybe you just didn't understand it now. Mm-hmm. But now you do later on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's what I'm excited for. I'm just mm-hmm. excited for growth. Mm-hmm. You know, we still got so much to do, so much time to work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not going to, it's not going to come with complacency. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest topics that we talked about, just staying complacent. Mm-hmm. And in art, the world may be moving. Yeah. But mm-hmm. your art's going to live forever. Yeah. I think that's the main focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. It's thank been an you. hour and 46 minutes. Mm-hmm. had a great conversation with you i asked you a lot of questions <laughs> yeah. you know mm-hmm. i'm glad that i got to i guess i wouldn't say challenge mm-hmm. your mind but at least dive deep with you yeah you pick you know my I mean? mind a little bit yeah yeah because yeah. i'm the same t- how you said reflection mm-hmm. i've always thought about like a mirror you know i say something and you kind of say something but it's kind of like you're saying it to yourself mm-hmm. so you go home with that and that's what i want mm-hmm. people to on that come on this podcast to mm-hmm you know leave with yeah just a bigger reflection towards themselves mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited for next time for sure me too thank you for coming on everyone thank you for watching if you guys happen to enjoy this has been the episode of diamond back diamond back where can they find you uh instagram at real diamond back d-i-a-m-o-n-b-a-c-k uh it's also my twitter handle check the spotify apple music all that Yeah, everything's going to be in the description down below. You guys already know. This has been episode 71 of the Kickback Podcast. If you guys happen to enjoy, make sure to like and subscribe. Very excited to have you on. Very excited to have you on again later on in the future. It's been fun. It has. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys on the next episode.